there would be no chess game if the pawns refused to play. What do I mean by that? <clears throat> Ashton Kutcher. That's exactly what I mean by that. And you might be saying, what the hell did he just say? You will see exactly what I'm talking about very shortly. So it's so true, that phrase. If there were, if the pawns refused to play, there would be no chess game because ultimately the pawns are mainly the key here. Yes, they're not the most powerful ones, but in numbers, they are the strongest ones overall. They're the front, the front line of defense. Who are the pawns in this world? You are. I am. We are the pawns in this world, unfortunately, but it's all about perception and how we perceive it. And I'll get to Ashton Kutcher in a moment. But before I do that, I just want to give a quick shout out to Highest Dimension. Thank you so much for watching and supporting. Greatly appreciate it. Greatly appreciate everything you're doing to help the show out and all that too. So thank you so much. Now, there's so many things that we can start off with. So if you just excuse me here, I have some notes. But one thing I want to jump into first off is I want to establish what the fusion cell is, okay? Because not a lot of people know what the fusion cell is. It's kind of hidden very subliminally within a bunch of different military, Pentagon and joint Pentagon CIA asymmetrical warfare documents. Now, here's the interesting thing about this. We're going to get right into it. The fusion cell exists at a very classified level, but there is something called the red cell that is public. Now, according to Wikipedia, red teams or red cells are United States government terms for the National Security Coordination Team or NSCT. These teams or units are designed to test the effectiveness of American tactics or personnel. In 1984, Red Cell was formed after Richard Marchenko or Richard Marcinko relinquished command of SEAL Team 6 to Commander Robert Gormley. Red Cell members demonstrated the vulnerability of military bases and would regularly use false IDs, mantle fences, barricade buildings, take hostages, and kidnap high-ranking personnel, end quote. They also planted bombs near Air Force One and all that. Now, the Red Cell is essentially an anonymous group of former SEALs and many other former agents from different agencies of the United States that are built to penetrate and keep balance and control of the overall physical systems and technological defense of military bases, secret safe houses around the world and all that. So a lot of times when we see certain things that look like catastrophes, it's actually the U.S. doing it to itself. Obviously, they don't usually kill people in the process. Mistakes have been made, but that's not the point. Now, to join the fusion cell, you have to have a certain mental acuity for being able to subscribe to energy and the understanding of knowledge and cosmos within the Akashic Records, particularly within vibrations and frequential information and data, because as quantum computation has been able to prove lately, information does in fact travel via radio frequencies and different vibrations that we cannot sense, hear, or anything of the sort that is outside of our frequential range. Now, first off, what we need to understand is this. The fusion cell consists of humans... Nordics and allegedly watchers. Now, what are watchers? Because listen, there's so many different interpretations of watchers. We could look at the Nephilims and the giants and the watchers and the, the forbidden angels and the ones that were banned and all that. Now, there's a lot that this connects to here, and this makes perfect sense with a lot of things. So if you've seen the film, I believe it was minority report with tom cruise where they have there's no such thing as crime because they have a handful of people that are able that are psychic but when they attach them to a certain machine they could predict the future and predict what crimes are going to happen but the movie's essentially about this whole thing that tom cruise discovers they're not always right so it's this whole um rebellion against the system that's the same concept here and ironically take a look at the predictive programming angle at how this was something that came up 20 years ago this was a film that came out 20 years ago and it's ironic that this type of information is slowly but subtly being revealed now within military reports and things like this so 
these Nordics have the understanding and the ability, not all of them, but certain ones have the understanding and the ability to be able to commit themselves to a lifelong hundreds of years, if not thousands of years of eternal cosmic knowledge and being able to transmit that onto others. Now, this is also something that some Pleiadians would refer to as the librarians, if you will, and that's for another episode, but it is somewhat of a loose connection because the Akashic records are always held for information and data that can actually be obtained through human quantum computation, but could also be obtained psychologically and energetically through the mind, through the pineal gland. Now, keep that in mind, please. So, the fusion cell consists of a team that essentially is acts as a committee, if you will, that is supposed to remain unbiased. And the reason why there are more Nordics on this team, allegedly there's seven, and, and, and I mean... When we take a look at the number seven, that's a little bit ironic because, you know, the seven chakras and all that. But these Nordics allegedly requested for these seven members to be no more than seven members and no less than seven members. And a lot of them understand more of the cosmic balance of life. So when they're initiated into this group, which is a top secret underground group that is actually it's in Langley, Virginia. It is at the CIA headquarters, but it goes much, much deeper than how deep they dig for the deep underground military bases. And the reason I say this is because when they're first initiated into the group, what happens is they have to take something called the universal alignment oath. This essentially means that regardless of personal opinion, religious or spiritual belief, they must maintain cosmic balance. Regardless if things are viewed as negative or positive, there's an overarching cosmic timeline for this. Now, I might sound a little bit like I'm extrapolating too much and things like this, but we need to understand that ultimately the ba the balance of the world is everything. And I know it, it's a bit, people might reference jokes of, you know, like Thanos from the Marvel movies, but when we look at that, there's a very subtle form of predictive programming, even within those Marvel movies, particularly within the Avengers, the final two uh, films there, because Thanos speaks adamantly about balance and cosmic balance. Now, yes, he is portrayed as a, as a villain, but at the same time, this is a form of subconscious predictive programming that is put into our minds, and it's been successful because, if we take a look, people reference Thanos all the time now. Before those films, if you weren't a comic book follower, you wouldn't have known who he was. Now... The next thing you might say is, okay, Dave, you mentioned Ashton Kutcher. What the hell does he have to do with this? Well, let, let, me under, let me explain to you guys very clearly. So this fusion cell is responsible for overseeing every major division within the CIA in a covert manner. Copies of documents are made and provided to the fusion cell, and they are brought down to this underground bunker in this particular room, which, again, is allegedly all dark. Apparently, these Nordics prefer it that way. And when they receive these letters and these documents of what's going on, they don't dictate what things should be done, but what they do in general is they give general commands in which they foresee an event to be predictive or turning out to uh, to be resultingly positive or negative and if they feel based on the cosmic realignment of things th they will utilize that knowledge and say okay listen this operation needs to be adjusted or this operation needs to be changed or something like this and then it's called compartmentalization no one knows it's coming from there but as but that person the messenger which is part of another operation called hermes but that's for something else essentially brings that up to the head of the cia who then understands that this is very important, and from the head of the CIA, it is then brought through the chain of command. Now, if we take a look, for example, at Ashton Kutcher, what does he do? He run, He's an actor, yeah, but he runs a non-governmental organization, an NGO, non-profit allegedly, but whatever, Does the point? whether he makes profit money off it or not is not the point here, against sex trafficking. Okay, now, there was a woman by the name, let me see her name here. There was a woman by the name of Whitney Webb, 
who uncovered all of his CIA ties to sex trafficking, not in a bad way, in a good way, but he is part of something that is much, much deeper than himself. Now, why is it that these cells are being used as a form of repentance and a form of counter, I guess we could say counterinsurgency, because Ashton Kutcher, he has to listen and follow to every single thing that he is told to do by the CIA. You don't think Ashton Kutcher knew about the whole Epstein Mossad MI6 operation? He 100% did. And this is going to tie back in a second. I'll explain shortly. Now, what we also have to understand too is that when we take a look at what's going on with Ashton Kutcher, he's had a very, the media won't report it, but he has had a very, very shady form of business dealings with a comp through his NGO with a company called Battelle Corporation. Now, why do I bring this up? You guys know what Battelle Corporation is? Battelle Corporation, according to them, if we take a look here, Battelle Corporation is a private nonprofit applied science and technology development company headquartered in Columbus, Ohio, a private nonprofit institute not necessarily a corporation. You know what Battelle Corporation is? It's a front for the CIA. Why is it in a nonprofit? Because nonprofits don't have to declare and uh, claim taxes. In some cases, they might need to, but they can hide a lot of information and it won't need to be disclosed. I am sure the CIA has front companies everywhere. I'm 100% positive. But what we have to do is we have to take a step back and look at the big picture here, guys. And we have to say, okay, the fusion cell is ensuring cosmic balance within the realm of this planet, right? Okay, within the third dimension, at least that we know of. So what we have to understand here is that the third dimension connects to the fourth, to the fifth, and so on as each one ascends. And so geopolitics and energetic harnessing of certain, I guess we could say elements and technologies, indirectly correlate and result in a clashing conflict on a political level. So I know that's a lot to take in, but... There's a deep understanding that these Nordics have that as much as they may or may not like humans, I'm not sure about that, depending, I guess, which faction, they understand that if they want to remain on this planet and if they want to serve a larger purpose here, which we'll get to in a second, they need to maintain balance of the powers that be in terms of the creatures that dominate this planet, humans. They need to maintain stable affairs. Our version of politics is just the way that we perceive it to be, right? And so all of this is funneled through Battelle Corporation, and Ashton Kutcher is one of the many people who just so happens to be in the public eye who is the sex trafficking branch of the CIA's comp uh, corporation front company of Battelle nonprofit organization. And this is done because... If there ever needs to be a realignment within the cosmos and the overall understanding of the fabric of the universe, they can harness Ashton Kutcher's non-NGO, his organization, to either do good or do bad. And that is not the way that it is viewed by the fusion cell, but it's the way that we view it because that's the, our immediate response to this. Now, Ashton Kutcher is not some special guy. They have uh, front companies and they have tons of things like this all over the world. This is nothing new. But the next thing I want to talk about here is I want to reference a military document that talks about fusion cells and it's interesting because it's almost like they let this one slip and i'll explain in a second by comparison fusion cells located in the u.s frequently have a much slower operational tempo and less immediately in the targets they work at day after day end quote now 
Why do they have a slower tempo? Because they're not in a physical sense doing anything on the ground. They are in a room that are dictating the terms and operations of these things. Now, the next thing I want to cover here is that they mention that fusion cells move slower, but move more in that of a mental acuity state. What does that mean? They're dealing with much more knowledge rather than physical warfare. So, if we take a look, for example, at the parts of the brain that involve memory, we're going to see the hippocampus, the prefrontal cortex, and a few others. But let's focus on those two right now. So what, what's going to happen here is we're going to take a look at John Brennan. Look at John Brennan, the former CIA director from two to three years ago. Look at his interviews then. For example, him on PBS or Showtime or what have you, those interviews. Very sharp mentally, very acute, very, you know, he's very astute as well. Very, I guess we could say cunning if you want to call it. Whether that's good or bad, that's up for you to decide. But then look at him in the interviews from two to three weeks ago. It looks like he almost has schizophrenia. And I'm not trying to judge him. Maybe he's got some health issues, what have you. And I wish him the best, as I would for any human. But what I'm saying is that when you look at him, he's grabbing his head. He's kind of shaking it. He's looking down like this. And he's looking down like that in interviews. He's doing very weird things. Why is this? Now, if we notice and we take a look at the Joe Rogan podcast with Jeremy Corbell and Bob Lazar, what we're going to see here is that Bob Lazar was acting the same way when he had to recall certain things. Why is that? Because this is nothing new. Bob Lazar, Al Bilek, Phil Schneider, Gary Webb. This is not just an alien or UFO thing. This is a classified thing. Once you hit a certain level, you are then signed on and you are given by contract the ability to have your entire house tapped, your family monitored. And after you retire, you are slowly but surely injected with a drug that directly affects the prefrontal cortex as well as the hippocampus because those are the two areas that focus on memory why is it that bob lazar kept getting headaches when he was trying to remember things some people say that it was it was bullshit and he was just making things up as he went in the joe rogan interview but he's been consistent from the 80s so how come he was good at being able to remember things up until he went on joe rogan Jeremy Corbell hinted at the fact that they had to, they gave him something. They gave Bob Lazar something when he was still working at the Los Alamos base. Why wouldn't they do the same thing for John Brennan? They did this to Bob Lazar back in the 80s. You don't think that they've evolved within their, their medical uh, advances, especially in a secretly classified biological environment? Of course they have. Of course they have, right? Now... Once you retire, what ends up happening is they slowly, slowly inject this into you. And by joining the fusion cell or being aware of its existence, you essentially have no choice. Remember, guys, the Constitution and laws don't mean anything to these CIA officers. Now, yes, that could be a good thing, but that could also be a very, very bad thing as well, right? So the next thing I want to take a look at, too, is I want to talk about another military document that was public in, publicized in 2014 that discusses intelligence planning, joint operation planning, but mainly something called OPE, which is Operational Preparation of Environment. Now, what's interesting about this is that they mentioned something called NXB. Now, NXB, and according to this document, and I quote, is the intelligence annex to plan or order that provides detailed information on the adversary situation, establishes priorities, assigns in intelligence tasks, identifies da 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 da, and then prioritized adversary COAs, end quote. And, and sorry, and there's also an intelligence synchronization matrix. What is this intelligence synchronization matrix? It is the fusion cell. It can't be anything else. There's nothing else that could explain it. Now, I don't have proof. I'm not going to sit here and say that I do, but there's no other way in which this could be explained. With that being said, we're starting to see the connection here between Battelle Corporation, between people such as Ashton Kutcher's NGO organization group, and these types of joint operation planning. So the point here is that the fusion cell 
essentially aligns everything and dictates when things should be done or shouldn't be done, but they're not doing this in a verbal or oral manner. If things are left alone, you're not going to hear from the CIA director. He's not going to change your operation, but if he is told by the fusion cell things need to change, he's going to make sure it changes because whether we like it or not, as conscious beings, there's a balance in the universe that must be generally maintained, not just with conscious life or life as we know it as living organisms, but even with things such as planets, things such as frequencies, everything is vibrational. And they are beginning to understand that because when we look at, for example, the 1954 Griotta Treaty with President Eisenhower, I would dare to say, and I don't know, have any of the facts about this secret meeting, but I would dare to say that they were more interested in the technology instead of the spiritual enlightenment that allegedly some of these Nordics wanted to provide as well. Whether or not that was some type of devious agenda by the Nordics is hard to say, but the point here is that finally it seems like the CIA is catching on to the fact that energy and technology are one and the same, particularly with the elements that they use that are not originated from this earth. They're starting to see that elements harness energy and the cosmic balance of things is extremely important. So they kind of ridicule it in movies, but if you take a look, right, like we mentioned earlier, if you take a look at... um, at the film Minority Report, or a more recent example of this continuation of this predictive programming is the Avengers films with Thanos, right? And all of a sudden, everyone knows about Thanos, right? So what we're seeing here is we're seeing a very subtle form of implementation of being able to to direct and redirect energy in accordance with the way in which things are outlined in the asymmetrical warfare world, right? So the final thing I want to talk about for those who have been watching for this long, I want to thank you, is that there is a giant volcano in Yellowstone, Wyoming, and if it erupts, it can wipe out literally the entire United States and even more, but for sure the United States. The odds of it erupting, according to scientists on the public domain, are like insanely high. Why hasn't it erupted at all yet? Because the fusion cell is also responsible not for political activities, not just for that, but also for maintaining the natural resourceful, um, I guess we could say, balance of the earth. All right. And so what we have to look at here is we have to understand that their bases all connect to this fusion cell room underneath Langley, Virginia and the CIA. So the deep underground military base is only one layer of it. And I'm not trying to hint at the fact that there's multiple layers and trip you guys out. That's not the point. But the point here is that when this information becomes relevant and this information becomes able to create a form of a connective solution, we have to present this to people. We have to understand that this is the way in which it's going to move forward, right? So... I want you guys to let me know what you think. I know there's a lot to take in here, but the whole point here that I made at the beginning with the reference to the chess game and the pawns refusing to play is that if people like Ashton Kutcher said no to this, there would be no chess game. Again, that's a very delicate thing to do because if you start removing things that the fusion cell really needs in order to operate, what ends up happening is you have a lot of imbalance in the world. And whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing is very, very hard to say. But that's what makes it scary. The possibility that it could even potentially be bad is frightening in and of itself. So I want to thank you guys so much for watching. And uh, we will catch you guys tomorrow. Cheers.